Welcome back to People First. I'm John Parker, and welcome back to the podcast. Uh, we are in a series of personal growth. I'm excited to, you know what? It's almost Halloween. We're coming on Halloween. So today we're going to talk about facing your fears, right? Because that's what we like to do is get a little fearful during Halloween. And I, I was thinking about this podcast today, and I started thinking about when I used to go trick-or-treating when I was a kid, which was just a blast. Things were a little bit simpler back then. I remember we'd put on costumes and we'd get a pillowcase. We got a full pillowcase that we'd carry with us to get candy from the neighborhood. And our parents would just send us out. They didn't have to come with us. They didn't have to walk around with us. They weren't fearful of anything. And we'd be gone for hours in our neighborhood. We had this huge neighborhood we'd go around and we would trick-or-treat. And I remember my dad used to tell me every year, he'd go, okay, Johnny, have fun with your friends and whatever you do, don't go to the Muldoon's house. I'd be like, what, dad? He goes, whatever you do, don't trick or treat at the Muldoon's house. I'm like, what's going on at the Muldoon's house, right? Why can't we go and trick or treat at the Muldoon's house? So it was the scariest thing and it was dark and it was kind of set way back. They had this really long front yard. So you'd have to walk all the way up this driveway if you're going to trick or treat there. But you know what? Nobody did. No kids trick or treated at the Baldoon house. We just walked by. And then what we do is we wouldn't even look at it. We just kind of look at the side of our eyes and all the lights are out and we'd just be scared. We'd just be hustling to get past the Baldoon house. So I remember that used to scare me to death when I was a kid, right? And I was also thinking, you know, trick-or-treat, what is this all about? I tell you what, if I was trick-or-treating as a kid and I walked up and I knocked on your door and we all screamed trick-or-treat and you came to my, you came to that door and did a trick and didn't give me a treat, hmm, we weren't coming back. Nobody's coming to your house. Nobody wanted a trick. We just want a treat. We want a Snickers bar. We don't want to see you make anything disappear. I don't even know why they call it trick or treat, right? Just give me some candy and let's move on, right? And we come home with just a bag full, just a pillowcase full of candy. It was so much fun as a kid. So we're, we're going to talk about today facing your fears as we move into this, uh, into Halloween. So everyone has fears. It's natural. It's how we deal with our fears that really separate us, right? For some of those fears, it can almost paralyze us. And like walking by the Maldoon house almost paralyzed me, right? It stop you from moving forward. For others, it keeps us sharp, keeps us on our toes. So what is fear? I was looking through some, doing some research. There's a gentleman by the name of Paul Ekman. He said this. I love his definition. Fear is one of the seven universal emotions experienced by everyone around the world. Everyone, you guys, has fears. Fear arises when the threat of harm or either physical or emotional, psychological, real or imagined, right? It's either physical or it's emotional or psychological, which is real or imagined. While traditionally considered a negative emotion, fear actually serves as an important role in keeping us safe and it mobilizes us to cope with danger or potential danger. I mean, that's what it does. It, it kind of alerts you. It kind of alerts you that you're going to maybe unknown territory. In the movie, in the movie Rocky Five, Rocky tells his protege, Tommy Gunn, um, 
that he, he talks about his best friend. He goes, yo, Tommy, you know, I've got like a best friend. His name is Frankie Fear. And Frankie Fear keeps me hot, keeps me training harder, keeps me sharp, keeps me on my toes, makes me sure I'm doing all the right things when I get in the ring. Okay, so that was a really bad Sly imitation, and it was even a worse Rocky movie. It was probably the worst Rocky movie out of the series. But the point was, it was fear that kept him training harder. It was fear that made him put in the extra effort to be a winner because he didn't want to lose. He was scared. So what makes us fearful, right? The universal trigger for fear is the threat or harm, either real or imagined. We're back to that, either real or imagined, right? And that threat can be um, our physical, emotional, or psychological well-being. While there are certain things that trigger fear, most of us, we can learn to become almost afraid of anything. We can learn to become afraid of most anything. So we have, but there's certain common triggers out there that a lot of us had. And I'll give you an example. Um, darkness, right? Being in darkness where you can't see anything or heights. A lot of people are afraid of heights or flying. People are scared to death of flying. Social interaction or rejection. People have a fear of rejection. They don't want to be re rejected by anyone. Public speaking, people are scared to death to speak. In, I'm going to be honest with you. There's a time in my life where I, I would be very, very nervous about speaking in public, but these are things that we can all overcome. Snakes, right? Spiders, mice. I'm going to tell you something. My wife is de <laughs> deployed twice in a harm's way while serving the military. You put a mouse in front of her. Woo! She is done. She is scared to death. You you put her in harm's way. She's on she's on point. You put a mouse in front of her, things totally change, right? Because she's scared to death of mice. Some people just fear. Some people just fear death or dying because it's unknown, right? We're not sure unless you're a person of of true faith. You, you're just not sure what's going to happen. That fear of death or dying or leaving someone alone. And if you think about this year, 2020, man, this thing, this year is really heightened some anxiety. It's heightened some, uh, uh, some fears in our lives because all the things that have happened, right? Look at COVID. COVID, this virus comes through and it attacks not only the United States, it has attacked the world. And we're not sure how deadly it is. We're not sure how fast it'll spread. We're not sure how we're going to get rid of it. We've had to shut down businesses. We've had to wear masks and, and social distance, which, which has really hurt us in our relationship side, which we really need because we're, we are just social animals, right? And it's done all these things to create these anxieties and create this fear that we have this year. I mean, this has been, this has been a year of fear, by far. And we've got, and then let's add, you know what, let's add on top of that, probably one of the most important presidential races we have seen in our time is happening right now for our international listeners out there right now. We are, we're getting ready to elect a president. We're either, we're going to have our current president go another four years, or we're going to have someone else in the office. And it's totally divided our country, which also raises worry, raises anxiety, increases our fear, right? So this year has been crazy when it comes to fear, without a doubt. Let me read you this cool story I found about fear. Okay, it's about a buffalo and his dad. So I want you to hang with me here, right? It seems a little childish, but I want you to hang with me. It says, one day on the plains of Africa, a young buffalo named Walter 
Okay, let's stop there for a second. If you ever own a young buffalo, I think Walter's probably the worst name you could probably give a buffalo. Okay, that's just a side point. No buffalo should be named Walter, but we're going to roll with it, right? A young buffalo by the name of Walter approaches dad and asks him if there's anything should be afraid to say, hey, dad, is there like anything? You know, I'm a young buffalo. We're all kind of big. Is there anything I should be afraid of? And his dad said, absolutely. Son, you should only be afraid of lions. He said, oh, yeah. Walter said, oh, yeah, I've heard about lions. If I ever see one, I'm going to turn and run as fast as I can, dad. I'm going to run as fast as I can. And he said, no, son. No, 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 no. That's the very worst thing you can do. And Walter said, what? Well, why? They're scary and they'll try to kill me. And the dad smiled and explained, Walter, if you run away, the lions will chase you and catch you. And when they do, they're going to jump on your unprotected back and they're going to bring you down. So Walter said, well, dad, what should I do? He said, son, if you ever see a lion, I want you to stand your ground to show them you're not afraid. If it doesn't move away, I want you to show them your sharp horns and stomp the ground with your hoofs. And if that doesn't work, I want you to move slowly towards them. And if that doesn't work, I want you to charge them and hit them with everything you've got. Walter said, that's crazy. I'll be too scared to do that. When he, what if he attacks me back, said the young startled Walter. What if, he, what if he comes after me? And his dad said, hey, Walter, I want you to look around. What do you see? Walter, he looked around on the big prairie out there, and what he saw was a herd of like 200 massive beasts, all armed with sharp horns and huge shoulders. If you're afraid, know that we're here. If you panic and run from the fears, we can't save you. But if you charge towards them, we'll be behind you. Walter took a deep breath, nodded his head and says, Dad, I think I understand. The point of this story is simple. We all have our lions. We all have our lions that we fear. We all have the lions that we want to run from, that we don't want to face, right? There are aspects of life that scare us and make us want to run. But if we, if we do, they're going to chase us down and take over our lives. They will chase us down. They will paralyze us. And we'll never be able to move forward and really reach our potential when we don't understand. We have to face our fears and we have to face them head on. We absolutely have to do that. Now, I have a little different view of fear. This emotion lets me know sometimes that I'm moving into areas that maybe I'm not comfortable with. That's when I get fearful, when I'm not prepared. That's one of the things I've, I'm scared of. That's one of the things that I, I'm uncomfortable with is not being prepared. It's a trigger. And it lets me know that I'm not prepared. It lets me know that I need to level up, which could be, I don't, it could be skills. It could be knowledge. It could be a lot of different things, but it makes me, it lets me know where I'm at. Absolutely. So let's take a, I, we need to take a look at a few positive things about fear, because honestly, fear can help you in quite a few ways where it seems like it paralyzes, actually it can help us. So let's take a look at some of those. Number one, courage. Courage comes from fear. You don't de develop bravery and courage in good times. You develop when you actually confront your fears. You're just not brave walking around. You're brave when it's time to confront fear, whatever that might be. Let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. If you're once afraid of like starting a business, uh, but did it anyway, then you know that terror. I remember the very first business I started. It was a small, small business. I remember I was scared to death. 
it was the first time I had a little anxiety attack where I was actually short of breath because I realized I was moving into an area in my life that I wasn't prepared for. I wasn't comfortable with, but I knew in order to move forward, I had to face this fear head on. I understand that fear and I've been there, right? Your courage will always grow with each fear that you face. Winston Churchill said that fear is an emotion, but courage is a choice. Think about that. Fear is an emotion. It is an emotion. It's built into us, but courage. We choose to be brave. We choose to be courageous. So make that choice. Face those fears. How about this one? Fear can make you wiser. Now that that doesn't make a lot of sense. When you think about that right away, does it? There's a wisdom that comes from the experience of working through your fears. For instance, if you own that business that I was talking about and you see maybe yourself trip or falter or fail in some business ventures, take time to evaluate those things. Learn from those experiences and that'll sharpen your decision making process in the future. And that's what's important. You have to sharpen your decision making process for the future. It makes you wiser. Wisdom comes, you guys, from all the life experiences, but the fearful and bad ones in that particular teach us great lessons. It teaches us great lessons. Wisdom is always the byproduct of facing fears, and that's an important quality that we got to develop. It's an important quality. You got to understand that if you want to develop, and let's stop and let's just talk about that for a second. If you want to develop or grow, you've got to move outside of your comfort zone. Right. And you've heard me talk about this before, I'm sure. When you step outside your comfort zone, sometimes you're facing fears right there because you don't know that area. You're not comfortable with that area and you've got to move forward. But if we don't do those things, we don't grow and we can't get to our potential unless we're moving forward and we're experiencing areas and places we've never been. Right. We've got to make that space to grow in our lives and we have to be intentional about it or we'll stay the same and people will pass us by. Life will pass us by. It's our job to continue to move forward and grow. And when we grow, when we grow, the people around us benefit from it. That's the important thing to understand about developing yourself, right? We have to face our fears. We've got to get outside that comfort zone. And the last one is fears help you develop resilience. I love this quote. Listen to this quote. Life doesn't get easier or more forgiving. We get stronger and more resilient. I'm going to say that again. Life doesn't get easier or more forgiving. We get stronger and more resilient. Isn't that true? Life doesn't get easier. There's nothing about life that gets easier as we move through life. Actually, many times life gets harder, but we're stronger. We're tougher. We show grit. We're more resilient. That was a statement by Steve Marboli, right? This is some, that was a quote that he had had, and I loved it. Life gets easier because we're wiser. If you let life beat you down, if you let life hold you down, if you let your fears paralyze you or be the anchor, you'll never get up, and you're never going to move forward. And there's a lot of people that let those fears hold them back, and they're, they're, they, they live an average life because they're afraid to step outside. And really face those fears and move forward. Resilience comes from facing your fears. Resilience starts within you. That's where it's at. It's within you. You've got to dig down deep and get that. Face your fears and learn to rise to face whatever is in front of you. Man, we've got to be like Walter. Think about that. 
We got to be like Walter. We got to be, be able to turn towards our fears. We got to step towards our fears. And when they're not backing down, we got to charge our fears with every, with all that we have. Your greatest accomplishments are just on the other side of your greatest fears. So let's think about it. as we grow personally, as we move forward personally, we got to understand that fear is just an emotion. We can overcome our fears. We can move past them and we can become the person that we were meant to be. Don't let fear be your anchor. Don't let fear hold you back. I'm John Parker. I hope you have a great Friday, a great weekend. This is People First Podcast, and I'll see you later. Hey, Jordan, why don't you take us home? Hey, feeling good, like I should.